This podcast is episode of Bourbon and Border Loans. Got the crew all gathered here together. Jabri, Shawnee, Janae, and Corey. I'm Panama. And uh, we're looking to have another good show today. We're going to talk a little bit about Charlie since we didn't do that on the last episode. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite things about the show so far. As we lead into season four, we're going to talk about the season four trailer and how we feel about it, what we think occurred some predictions for the show, and then we're going to uh, cap it all off with an ongoing segment of a ceremonial shot of bourbon. Who on the show thus far would we like to take a shot of bourbon with, since this is Bourbon and Bordelons, we're, we're celebrating. So how's everybody doing? Hey, great. Pretty good. Doing fantastic. Awesome. That energy is Black so well. I'm doing as good as I look. It's because we've fantastic. been sipping on um, bourbon, so... Well, sipping that brown, that brown, <laughs> that brown will never let you down, as they like to say. Clink, clink. We are, we Cheers. are, we are a brown liquor uh, appreciator here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. All right, let's kick this off. Everybody's been drinking a little bit. We're we are fully prepared to dig into the world of the Bordelones. We left Charlie Bordelone West off of the last episode because there's so much to talk about. So let's get to it. Shawnee, what are your thoughts on Charlie? So Charlie, um, I like Charlie. I think that I think that Charlie just has a really rough way to go. I think that Charlie really means well. I think that she tries really hard. I think that she's very misunderstood. And she's going through a lot. She's been cheated on. I agree. She's had to uproot her whole life and move and, like, take over a business. Her dad died. Her sister hates her. Like, it's just, just thing after thing. And she, I just feel like she's just, like, the epitome of a strong black woman. Yeah, no, I try to. (laughs) 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 No, I I agree. I think she's a very strong black woman. I think that her execution a lot of times leaves a lot to be desired. And it's not because it's not well thought out. It just doesn't really consider anybody else around her. Charlie, she is very ambitious she is very I mean Remy had it right you know she is calculated I don't think that she that has a negative connotation but Charlie will be the first one to tell you that she thinks of every scenario all the different ways it could possibly go and so I mean that's a strength but at the same time she doesn't really consider feelings with that and everybody doesn't really operate the same way she does and so they don't know how to handle when she moves that way Bless her heart. I think that, you know, I give Charlie a lot of grace, though, because she has been through so much, beginning with her father passing, happened all around the same time that the Davis thing exploded. She uprooted her family. She's been down here, you know, trying to help these farmers and uphold her dad's legacy. And in between all of that, Davis then had another baby. Just all of these different yeah. things. Remy didn't cheated on her with a sister. Well, didn't cheat, Whoa, but Remy, did I, he did not cheat. cheat. Remy did not cheat. <laughs> However, comma he did. Uh, <laughs> he definitely, um, you know, moved on, but with her sister. <laughs> Ain't shit. You can't do that. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think that Charlie really does the best that she can, um, considering all of the circumstances and how all of the people around her, you know, don't really understand her her methods. Yeah. 
I think Charlie's dope. I like Charlie. She's um. Hey, you said she could slide in the DMs last hey, week. She definitely could slide in the DMs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think she's dope. Like she's smart. She's uh, like she she's about a business. Like she's you know she's trying to save everybody and everything. You know, everything she do isn't working out. But I mean that's life. You know, it's not gonna always work out. You know, some of the her plans haven't went the way she wanted but she's she yeah. has i mean she's trying and and i think the legitimate plans like she's a smart person she's not just coming up with dumb ideas like she's trying yeah she's she, the, the the people that she's working against you know what i mean they have a lot of power and you know they, they have a lot of influence so you know she's coming up with good ideas but they're finding ways to shut that down right she but, has the means to really get down and dirty with them and i mm-hmm. you know yeah. can appreciate that she's ready and willing to to do that in a way, she, like, I feel like, you know, a little bit her mission changed. First, it was kind of about, like, you know, just saving her dad's farm, but then she got mm-hmm. competitive with it because she's like, oh, no, we're not going to let mm-hmm. these white folks run us out of here. Okay. You know, so then it kind of became, like, a bigger mission uh, where it wasn't just about her little dad's one farm. It's about everybody. Like, yeah. she's like, I want to save all the farmers. I want to save everybody. I mean, that's got that, that's commendable, man, to me. Like, and they haven't really had anybody to stand in the gap for them like yeah. that. So if she can come in. Not really anyone educated. Like, you know, they, you know, they're know they farmers. They they know what they know, but they don't know business. And yeah. she's coming from, you know, bringing that big city perspective in and saying, hey, y'all don't have to accept this. Like, we can do something else. Like, we can we can push back. We yeah. can start and the our, coins, start our own she has thing. the money. You yeah. know, a lot of people, even if you do have the know-how, you got to have a certain, you know, be in a certain bracket to even get a seat at the table. And yeah. she has the means to for people to listen to her. Yeah. So, she's yeah. leveraging that. Those are all great points. Uh, Charlie really embodies one of the main themes of the show, which is like, your best laid plans uh, are not going to come to fruition. You know, like, it's it never goes how you plan. She's got all the plans. Like she always mm-hmm. thinks she knows how it would go, and it would go that way usually without interference. Right. You know, like uh, <laughs> if it wasn't somebody was playing against you. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And sometimes even the people she's trying to lead, like they don't want to see like the way she made the deal uh, with the Landry Boudreaux mm-hmm. over the uh, over the mill. How she sold the mill, and everybody was like, "You lied to us." Blah blah. And she's like, "This is the only way." Right. Like y'all not listening. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the small town mentality right. that has allowed mm-hmm. the the Langey Boudreaux to keep their foot on everybody's neck for so long, mm-hmm. and she's trying to come in and uproot that. Mm-hmm. And they're they kind of like don't even want to go along with that. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, we'll just take our little meager earnings that we've been meagering for <laughs> the last you know <laughs> however many years. They're simple, man. That's all. Yeah, they want. yeah, you know, yeah. They just want a, a, a honest wage, a house, mm-hmm. a truck, and a boat, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and they good. Yeah. Um, but you know, she sees like the bigger picture. Like y'all could be owners. Y'all don't mm-hmm. have to be workers. You don't have to work yeah. under these. Uh, people. Yeah, under yeah. people. Y'all, y'all can have more of a say so in in the way things go. Yeah, I'm I'm not as hard on Charlie as I as I see some people. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. it, like she rubs people the wrong way. You know, yeah. but to me, I see a powerful, a powerful woman with her heart in the right place. And she's been able to, you know, maintain that strength again, even through going through everything that she has went through with, you know, Micah, Wild, Micah Ng, and, um, you know, Davis, Davis Ng. Wait, and... what did Davis do wrong? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Wait, Davis was the NBA player. That was expected. You got to have a little side Goodbye, piece. Please, please. Really? Davis was laying it low and spreading it wide, honey. Why? <laughs> Very wide. Out of control. I mean, you know. Multiple widths. That's what come with dating professional athletes. Is it? Absolutely. The side piece is understood. It, okay, if it's understood, then why lie, though? Because he lied. 
Because you love your wife. You All can't right. just tell but her, hey, babe, I'm about to go to my if other it's a, If it's an understanding, then we should be it's able to. understood. We should be able yeah. to. No, because in, in a marriage, you can, like, you dictate your marriage. Like, if that's the agreement in y'all's marriage, and that's between y'all two, like, let's lay it on the table and let's do what we're going to do. I feel like cheating no, is the betrayal no, of no, trust. No, so they got, level, they got levels to cheating, right? So, so blatant oh, cheating is disrespectful to your woman. You know, secretive cheating is respectful cheating. Lying is disrespectful to your woman. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me know what I'm signing up for. Like, you, maybe you know, you, you said, know. You, Corey says you know. Implied. You know. You don't know what athletes do. You, you need. You need a handbook on this. <laughs> no. What you mean? What I'm saying is, right? If you're an athlete and you have a wife, maybe your wife might be okay with you doing whatever out in the streets if right. if she knows what's going on. You 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 two can make that agreement. You two can make the agreement to say when I go on the road, this is what's going to happen. Okay? Okay. Cool. Don't let me find out about it in the streets. I don't want to hear about it in the news. Don't make no babies. And he Boom. literally did all of the above. <laughs> right. All of the above. Yep. <laughs> all right, yeah. So his execution was poor. I got to work with the guy. Poor. You know? <laughs> very poor. Very poor. Hey, I mean, not saying that I condone any of that, but, uh, you know, in your marriage, you can make whatever agreements you want. And that's the point of, you know, having that partnership. And he yeah. definitely betrayed all of that. Like, yeah, no, Charlie wasn't ready for what came. Yeah. You know, like she wasn't like, oh, I, I kind of knew. Or, you know, she, had, she hadn't had that conversation no with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like she would have opened her heart up to Nova or Anvai or somebody were like, yeah, you know, I knew that when he went out that, but nah, there was none mm-hmm. of that. She was, you know, she was slapped in the face by the whole situation. The she went on the court. On the, wow. Yeah, she lost it. She I mean, I don't know where they were playing. It looked like they were playing in like uh, <laughs> Yugoslavia or somewhere. Like, that gym was tiny. She walked straight on the court. There was no Neither security. Yeah. Well, so hold up now. Get foul, she got to she got to keep her cool though at all in all situations. If you find yeah. out, I mean, yeah, that makes her a little inconsistent. Yeah, I didn't like the way she dealt cool with that first situation. situation. Like, but that's emotional. Like you can't. Oh, I don't think. Not, I'm sure she that, didn't like the way she dealt with that first situation. But even like first, like her job, like when it first came out, when she had Davis up there, like I stand with my teammates. I was like, no, why are yeah, you doing that's that? That's true. Like, that's like, true. like, that's true too. I was questioning whether she was good at her job. Like at that point, I was like, why are you doing that? You know, blinded by love. Blinded by wanting to believe that her husband was a certain type of man that he just was not. So, bless her heart. Well, she needs to slap Micah. He be tripping. (laughs) (laughs) At least snatch him up. Yeah. He does need to get snatched up one good time. Y'all don't feel like with the last episode, y'all don't feel like Micah is kind of like recognizing... That he's not about that life and trying to figure out where he fits. Now in that he was about to go to jail, I think that it finally clicked for him. But I mean, there are plenty of other instances where Micah should have been yoked up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, he, his yeah. respect for his parents needs to come along a oh, little bit. Yeah. But you know? I can't respect <laughs> He told Charlie with this some bullshit. I was like, ooh, oh, and man. I ooh. <laughs> and, then, look, and then he walked away with the phone. Okay. I was like, oh, no. I'm going, I know this. Yeah, yeah, no dice. <laughs> Oh, no. No, sir, you're not. Yeah, she she needs to put her foot down with him. I think that's that's one area... I would like to see her improve on. Yeah, she gotta she gotta be hard on him. He he he's terrible. She didn't put in the time with him either. Mm-hmm. Like when the whole Davis thing first went down, we never saw her with him, like trying to help him through there. Yeah, like well, the, he's he, like sixteen. But, but even he like don't the need no help. But he's her, she is his mother. Even high school, she still pulled him away from everything that was familiar to him into a brand new environment. And so she should have. I mean, but she didn't have the capacity to. Yeah. She was dealing with a lot at the time, and I I do think she did the best that she could. But it wasn't. It didn't really work out yeah. for Micah. And there's no handbook to dealing with stuff like this. Like, how uh, do you know? You know what? 
to do and what's effective to do. Like nobody's ever, she's never been cheated on publicly and had to uproot her whole life and her child before. So who's to say how she was thinking about it and how she chose to handle it like that? I hear that, but like there's no handbook, but you kind of know to do something instead of nothing. And like she didn't, she didn't check in with Micah like at all. Like, That's true. Like even, even it was one of the first couple episodes, like it had just happened and, and uh, he goes to her bedroom to talk and she says, go away. Well, that was that was right after um, she had found, that was that same night she found out. Oh no, it was when uh, Micah had got the call about Ernest, yeah. and um, Violet was like, "Y'all need to get down yeah. here. I need you to, you know, take the reins." And she was like, "She couldn't, she couldn't do it." But I guess he did what he was supposed to do because the next day they was on their way out. But, <laughs> true, you know, as, true. A, as a mom, but like, that kind of set up how she how she handles things. But yeah, no, She's that's like, true. Go away. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just sometimes you just you just can't like hiding in the bathroom is like a, a real thing. Like sometimes you just don't have. The capacity to that. even, you know, you should and you're supposed to, but it's just with like, you know, it's yeah. hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> there you go. And the moms. Let's talk about Charlie's love life. My dog Remy, she did him bad. She did what? not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not revisionist history. That's not what happened. Remy is a snake. Um, next. <laughs> you could, you could so make up. an argument do that think she Remy, broke him. Do we think Remy was a good guy before, before, before it happened? Before the the, the sister thing happened, you thought Remy was a good guy. This is my thing. This is my thing. Not, yes, if sir. you ever date my sister, ah, th- wait, wait, no, 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 wait. But I'm saying though, if you ever get to the point where you date my sister, that means the whole time you was you've been thinking my sister was attractive. So you you, could, you might have an attractive sister. So? <laughs> what do you mean? If you have an attractive sister, then people are going to think your sister's but attractive. But you're looking at her this whole time, like in nah, the back of your mind. Nah, like, nah, but Nova even proposed nah, it as... <laughs> Nova even proposed it as he was, you know, dating her because it was a way to stay closer to Charlie. And so maybe it wasn't necessarily about this, you know, super duper ultra me- mega magical connection he had with Nova. Maybe it was just a way to, you know, get some of that Charlie energy. Well, uh, all, that, all that longing hand holding from the kitchen. Yeah, like, like. Was- it stressed me out. I just didn't because you know once they started talking, they like you know we got a bond, a different type of bond. You know, like with Charlie, like you know she probably is attractive for certain reasons to a certain type of dude, but then you can find a woman who's just like she just dope. Like she not maybe she's not like super business oriented and a boss and all that, but she's just like a cool personality. And I think that's the connection he had. With I think Nova. it was easy for them. They didn't have to you know be worrying about all the farm business. Mm. They could really just connect on a more like you said, it's just fun. a more cool, yeah, it's, chill, it's cool. personal yeah. level, you know, talking more. I, did, I never really even saw, I mean, aside from Remy sharing about his wife, but I never really saw Charlie and Remy talk about their past and growing up and those experiences. Yeah. And, and and Remy and Nova really got a chance to delve deep into those type of experiences they had as children and why they are the people they are today. And so I think that, you know, that was very meaningful for both of them. And both of them, you know, just hurt people. Hurt you may have just hurt people, delivered hurt people. The only possible defense of Remy's behavior. No, dog, they got plenty of defenses for Remy. No, no, that was very well put. I appreciate that (laughs) because I have not seen it up until that point. Remy was was the worst. Like I said, Remy was a nice guy. Ain't no way y'all can quotation marks nice guy. That's a good question, though. Like, we we didn't quite get to that. Like, did y'all rock with Remy before? I liked Remy. I know y'all did. There was nothing to not like about him. He was super helpful. He was trying to get them on their feet. He's like, yo, y'all need to do this. Y'all need to do that. I can help y'all do this. I didn't. It's either. like 
So he was a nice guy. He Boom, was. but when they situation in, it end. It's over. No. <laughs> what is this? What are you guys no. singing? Harmonizing? <laughs> it's not it's not that he shouldn't move on. He absolutely should. But you do not ever get a pass to date my sister. You just don't. What if you and your sister are the only two fine chicks in St. Joe's? Then what I, I got I suggest to do? You move. Yeah, I suggest you move. We're not in, in New go. York or DC. Yeah. This ain't Joe's. There ain't but two hot chicks. That's, that's not true. They all Roberta is available. Not New Orleans. Bye. <laughs> Roberta at the high yellow. Roberta is, Roberta is available. She has, no, the problem is how available she is. That's yeah. that's the issue. She's, she's, she's really available. Available. Too available. Okay, and so is Nova. What's the, what are we saying? Nova did have a phase now. She did have a phase. But neither here. Because Nova, Nova busts it down with whoever. Well, look, it so wait, it sounds like it's Nova's fault. <laughs> if, and now that no. we look at it, wait, no, well, no. I mean, well, no, 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 no. I would absolutely say that both of them are wrong because exactly. even if Remy was the one, you know, pursuing her, she, she shouldn't, she shouldn't yeah. have in, indulged yeah. at yeah. all, especially yeah. because the flesh is weak. It never should have happened. Clearly, anything, but clearly. That's, that's your sister. You it never should have happened because they both had reason. Like, yeah. like they both should have been more loyal. Exactly. But mm. I mean, but I mean, I think Charlie had it right when Remy came to um, her house. I guess I don't know if it was to apologize or just let her know that he knew that she knew. But Charlie, even though she was hurt, she told him, you know, Nova's my sister. That's family. We're forever. But you are fleeting. Mm. And so, at the end of the day, to that point, I feel like Remy. You know, even though it was messed up, he wasn't the one who necessarily owed her anything. Exactly. It was Nova. Nova is her sister, and yeah. you all have the relationship. You all, you know, have this loyalty, or are supposed to have this loyalty, and that went out the window. And so, you know, you lose a few cool points. So should Charlie get with the doctor dude or what? We liking him. Charlie or like should, Romero. Charlie should get Romero. You know, Charlie should get her rocks off. Do whatever you guys do. <laughs> wow. I mean, I support. I'm just saying, I support. Girls I think, need love too. Yeah, Romero is giving her the attention. Um, that I think that she. Yeah, he seems pretty genuine and sincere. Like he does. I never really liked how Remy moved. It's really? just really? it was just something what? about Remy it. seemed I mean, like a solid it? dude to me. I, I really I did. Was very but, shocked by Remy. Yeah. Well, like here were the clues though. Like when oh, when. Yeah. Scooby Doo. The clues. Like when uh, there was one time we were supposed to go out. Uh, Charlie gets a call from Davis. Mm-hmm. Is something going on with with uh with Micah? And he's like really not understanding that, mm-hmm. like he's really thrown off. It's like, but she's still married, bro. Like you don't understand. And they have a kid. It's like they yeah. got stuff to talk about. So it's like, uh, how how can you get fair, mad when fair, fair. how can you get mad yeah. when she's dealing with the divorce stuff and dealing with the kid? Well, fair, but you're also dealing with me now. So you saying you're interested in me? Like this where your focus should be. Like you can't be like going and running and jumping when your ex dude. Then you need to take a break. Then I mean, then you need nah. to chill out until until she's ready, like to be. But I think that I think that might have been. I don't know what the timeline was on that, but I do think Remy was initially very transparent about the fact that like you were working through something. I see that. I get that. And until you get your situation straight, we need to fall back. I don't. I, I think he could have been better about that. Like Probably. I thought he was a little inconsistent with it. Like he was there and then he still had the nerve to get upset about some of the things that she was that's, doing. I mean, that's true. I mean, but everybody's human, guys. Well, hold on. I've dated humanity. chicks who have kids sometimes and look, 
if if she start like her her ex dude come calling and she just like run and jump like that's just not cool. Because like, what I will say, yeah. us or it's you because know. in that conversation she had to dip. Like it wasn't like he just called and they had to discuss something and it's like okay now we can go back to chilling. It was like nah I got to go meet up with dude. And so what it, what what yeah. do we need to go and have this in person? And she was lying to Davis. That was when she um wanted to get Davis down to New Orleans to sign with New Orleans and oh, so yeah, she was yeah. lying to yeah. him to make it seem like they still had a chance. Well, so what she didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, say Remy I mean, didn't, Remy know, didn't that. know that. Remy didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel like he might have picked up on that energy because she over in the corner turned around whispering all low. What you talking about? If yeah, it's really about sad. Micah stuff. And I feel like that's probably why he got offended because if it's just about Micah, if it's every if everything is above right. you board. Could feel, you could feel it. Yeah, okay, good like, point. Like yeah. Going why are you on, over yeah. whispering in the corner? Like right. if you yeah. if I'm somebody that you're trying to include in your life, you know, trying to make this on a more frequent permanent basis why you feel the need to be all secretive like this and so i mean that was shady i i understood in that moment why remy was feeling a certain type of way yeah exactly so it's yeah. her fault wow <laughs> <laughs> i like charlie we, we, we she, charlie and nova is the downfall of remy <laughs> we just we so just we figured just, it all out <laughs> remy is the downfall remy. of remy because exactly. he shouldn't he ain't have no business with nova and that's the risk you take when you go mess with your ex's sister yeah. Like he is not absolved of responsibility just because Noah should have also known better. Yeah, is All he still right. on the show? Like, does he work for the? Does he work? So if he's not dating the board alone, and <laughs> what he is don't his, work what is his role? at the, yeah, is he? Well, he helps. I think he, he helps all the lo- he helps all the local farmers because he uh, knows about the he's crops. The irrigation and stuff. specialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he in the trailer? So I didn't, gonna, see I didn't see him in the trailer. So we're going to see him around? I'm sure we are. But I'm sure he he'll be around. He'll, he'll be around. around. Yeah, There's a couple he, people not in the trailer. Yeah, okay. He helps I'm the, sure the farmers with the, with the irrigation stuff. Okay. Yeah, so I'm sure he'll be around. I wanted to ask uh, some women about how Charlie meets Romero. Charlie's car won't start. Mm-hmm. And he right there. Mm-hmm. Talking about, I can fix that. Nah, mm-hmm. creep shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> right, seriously. Like I was like, wow. yo. Can't be a good Yo, dude. Yo, don't no. unlock the door. Like, because, like, he did that shit. He about to kidnap you. <laughs> he did. Like, like, Whatever they you say. You watching did, too many movies, man. You watching too many movies. It's scary bro. out here. People be real life. Stay freaks. vigilant. So, hold up. A, a good man try to come up and help and save the day. And I might like, let you help me, but I might not give you my phone number like that. But dang. I mean, she was hesitant. Hold up. If I help well, you he, get your car started, you can't give me a number. She didn't give him her number. He gave her his. And she didn't call him either. Until she, they didn't even run into each other until she took Prosper to the doctor. So here's the thing. Men are scary. Men are scary. Men be doing some scary shit, okay? And you have to be cautious at all times when you're dealing with strange men. That's just what it is. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But let me ease my way into this. Like, sure, you're attractive, but I don't know you. I mean, where I will say, it wasn't even so much in how they met. I guess I didn't even really think too much about how they met. I think I maybe just kind of took that for granted. I was like, okay, whatever. Temporarily, as of now, it seems like, you know, everything is is above board. And so... Um, yeah, you know, until I mean, proven, he's a doctor and everything. I mean, I mean until cool, proven, oh, I, I had no idea. I had no idea who that is. Doctor is cool. Doctors oh, can still yeah. be creeps. Yeah, facts. That's true. Uh, but until proven Sometimes otherwise, I like it. Romero. I think that I don't know if maybe he was just the time being person. We'll see if he makes it to season four. But I mean, I liked him and I liked the role that he played. I mean, he brought Charlie. I think you know a lot of relief and joy in a time where everything was just business, business, business. Mm-hmm. Wasn't nobody showing her no love. Remy done broke up with her. The farmers don't like her. Micah wilding out. 
And then you have Romero. And mm. honestly, I think that may be his role. Because I don't really Maybe. think that Charlie has the time or the headspace to really be entering Pursuing into something, something yeah. new like that. But I think that his role, and I think he understands that his role is comfort, relief from having to deal with all of that business stuff. Like, let me just come home and talk to you about nothing and, and get fed and whatever yeah. else that you're yeah. willing to do. Yeah. And that's sort of a, a a pocket of Charlie's life. Like Charlie's good at compartmentalizing. Like oh, her, absolutely. Her business life, her her personal life, her family life, and you know the fact that she met him taking Prosper to the doctor. Like, mm-hmm. well, she didn't meet him there. That's when she ran into him. For right, the second second right, time. right, right, right. That's what I meant. That's what yeah. I meant. Because she didn't call him, but mm-hmm. she ran into him. But like, you know, if I her, was him, I would have even spoke to her. You don't call me. Oh. <laughs> I see you out in the streets. You don't even exist no more, boo. I'm sorry. Not boo. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more little mama. <laughs> all right, all right. Mama. Who is you? <laughs> well, I was going to I was gonna say, you know, like, she fits in real smooth with that part of her yeah. life. Like, she's real sweet with uh, with, uh, with Prosper. Like, you know, yeah. like, like he's family. And, and, and she goes over and helps him up off the floor, helps pack up his house, you know, takes, takes care of him, make sure he has somewhere to stay. You know, like, you can connect those two characters yeah, okay. in, 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 in Charlie's life. Like, that's that's her sweet part of her life. Yeah. How do we feel about that little fling she had with um the Boudreaux dude? Oh, yeah. Because that, that was wild. I wasn't telling it. That was bananas. I think she likes him. I think she liked him, too. I think she did. I think she got lost for a little bit. I think she liked him. I was afraid. I was scared because I didn't trust him. Yeah. I don't trust him. I, I mean, you shouldn't. I think she was just trying. I to think he's ready to business. risk it all. I think, <laughs> no, he definitely was. I think ready to risk it all. I believe the, the inheritance. Right, right. He's sincere. <laughs> and I mean, I think that ultimately she kept the goal, you know, in front of mind. But I think for a minute she kind of lost it because that little kiss they had was real passionate. And <laughs> yeah. so I was like, "Sis, what that. are you doing?" Uh, yeah, I don't like same. it when Charlie kiss other men. Charlie slide in my DMs. So this is going to be the thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, that was wild to me. And so, I mean, I don't know if that was just Charlie being really committed, but I mean. You don't feel like she was playing a game at that point? I think that she was playing the game to an extent, but I think that there were a few moments where Charlie, again, got, because at that time when she had, you know, kissed a dude, um, that was right after she found out about Davis having the child. From she the extramarital, so I think that she rebound. was in the vulnerable re- space. And so I think for a minute it wasn't just about playing the game. I think that she was really looking to him. I mean, I didn't necessarily think that she was going to like fall for him, but I thought that she was going to go off the deep end to maybe turning this into like, yeah, you know, is he about to be a little side buddy type? Yeah. And you know, she catching Boudreaux's left and right. Lover. She had the uh, you know the off brand black sheep uh, Boudreaux uh-huh. also trying to holler. <laughs> The one from the golf course, you know, like oh, oh yeah, yeah, the one. His name not Boudreaux, is it though? It's Landry, it? or or he he's part of the family. He's related. Yeah, no, to them. yeah, he was like he's, he's related. He's got some shares, some distant, twice removed yeah. type stuff. Yeah, Panama, you've been real quiet on this. What are your thoughts on Charlie? You know, I've been quiet because I've been taking in the information, the emotions, and the passion of what everybody else thinks mm-hmm. about Charlie. Y'all talk a lot. <laughs> And I decided to let y'all go ahead, lean with it, and rock with it. But on a personal level, (laughs) yes, I am both a fan of Charlie and I hate Charlie's guts at the same time. Okay, Charlie is very family. I don't know if it's oriented, orientated. I speak, I speak with blackness at all times. It ain't oriental. It's oriented. Well, that's true. No, 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 no. no, So it's or I'm family orient something. 
Ed. You know what? I'm family orientated. I think that's. Oh, family orientated. In my family orientation, I can understand where Charlie comes from <laughs> and a lot of the decisions that she makes. She cares about her family. She loves her family. She's about building a family legacy. At the same time, family's whole philosophy on life seems to be scorched earth. She will take out everything in her path to get where she's trying to go. That don't matter if that's family, boo things. Former boo things. And the thing is, she does it all with this. She can convince you that she's doing it with the best interest of everybody in mind. I mean, she has an end goal in sight. And she she knows. She don't really commit that nice to nobody else. It'd be nice if she would else. share that with everybody right. else. Is the point, that's, right? the, that's the point. If, if Charlie would share her, her thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Sure. Um, but a lot of times, if she shared, they would just mess it up. Like, they're not ready for her I level of thinking. she's always in the right. But they're not ready. Like, the farmers weren't ready for her plan. Like, even if she had told them up front, so look, I'm going to sell the mill to the Bujo Landry's, and then we're going to get in, I'm going to be in the boardroom, and I'm going to get them shares, and then when I get them shares, they wouldn't But she's also a control freak. Right. Every decision in hers to make solo, numero uno. Two, you don't know that everybody would be on board with that since it isn't her decision to make solo. Three, that assumes everything is going to go right for her. Four. These individual ambitious goals that are ruining everybody else in the process. I mean, you, there's probably other ways to get to, to whatever end goal that she has in her mind that we're not all completely aware of, is all I'm saying. So I just laid out four things that I did off the top of my head. It might have been five. <laughs> Maybe it was four and four A. Charlie, I feel you, sis. At the same time, you probably need to chill sometimes. But... Right. If she did chill sometimes, we wouldn't have a show in the facet that we have. (laughs) We would not have Queen Sugar the way that we got Queen Sugar. So Charlie's kind of like a necessary evil in her her movements. So I can appreciate them while also wondering why she can't just... Transparency is her weakness. I feel like she, uh, she's yeah. she's not transparent at all because I think ultimately, like just thinking about the decision with the mill, I think I do think that was the only way out because she was going to lose that mill. Them farmers was going to lose their farms. And I do think that she did the best that she could, but she just ain't tell nobody. And then right. she wondered why people were upset. Right. You think she could have done it differently, though? I don't know. What, I don't know what else she could have done. Yeah. There's always more than one way to skin a cat. My guess is they could have got there some other way. Maybe it takes longer. I don't know. I'm just saying I agree about the lack of transparency. It makes everything look shady. Yeah. When people do find out, it creates this whole other problem. She manufactures a crisis. Yes. Yeah. Out of nowhere. All of a sudden, siblings are beefing again. And everybody's wondering what her ulterior motives are. And it seems mostly like her ulterior motives are building this legacy for the family. She's well-meaning, which is why she should just tell people what's going on rather than trying to move in silence. Right. Those are my thoughts. Do you think that maybe she's quiet because she doesn't really know what she's doing in the moment and she's just kind of like winging it? Or do you think that she's very strategic and just purposely not including people? I think she's strategic in that she doesn't want any interference. She Mm. feels like she has all of the answers, so she doesn't want other people's opinions, input, strategy, because she's not about to listen to you anyway. So she wants to do it her way without your input. And so she feels like at the end when everything's all nice and pretty and wrapped up in a bow, now you'll understand why I did all of the things that I did. She's misunderstood. Very much so. To an extent. I mean, some of it she brings on herself. But yeah, I think largely, you know, she has these plans. And sometimes she's afraid that people are not going to be ready for it. 
I mean, but also she takes it in the other direction. Like when she first gets the farm and she has like, um, y'all remember the uh, the auction? Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. sitting there with with, uh, with Prosper and, and Remy. And they trying to tell her. And they telling mm-hmm. her, don't buy that one. Buy this. And mm-hmm. she's not listening. But then that's different from her meal plan. Mm-hmm. Because that was just like, if y'all don't go along with this, it's not going to work. So if y'all don't know about it, mm-hmm. then, then, then y'all can't nix it. Mm-hmm. So she had a better reason to do that one. Yeah. And one thing about the lack of transparency is that it allows you to take your L's privately, usually. And because she's so like contained and so concerned about public perception, which I, I, I think she is anyway. I'll say that I think she is concerned about that. She doesn't like showing vulnerability. She doesn't like people seeing her cry. She doesn't like seeing any of that stuff. So it's not her taking a loss of any sort is not something she wants other people to see because she does not like to show weakness. So lack of transparency is something that you tend to put forth when you have when you're concerned about people seeing it, seeing you as weak. You can't let people know your moves because if they know your moves, they can take advantage of them. They can they can get in there. I mean, that's kind of what happened with her and Remy, in my opinion. She was willing to lose Remy, take that L for yeah. the, for for the quotes greater for the greater good. And Remy put that on it like, listen, you, I need X, Y, and Z. Your personal ambition is getting in the way of us, and in her mind, that's more important. So she took she she's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm conflicted about. I'm conflicted about Charlie just because of how much of her is built around this idea of a greater good that they're moving toward, presumably, because they are in a better position than they were before, right? So they are actually moving in that direction, but at what cost? But some of it, I think a lot of it for sure is definitely, you know, greater good and not one of the interference. But I think, again, maybe even most of it is just who she is. Like, she just likes to be in control because even in dealing with the farm, especially at the beginning, you know, she was the one. I mean, granted, she's the one bankrolling the whole thing for the most part. And so I get why she wants to be looped in on decisions about money and whatever else is going on. But she didn't feel the need to reciprocate that in any way. And I mean, I feel like when you're running a business, even if it's with family or whoever, if we're all going to be in this together, we all need to be, you know, at least if you're not about to at least consider my opinion, at least just tell me what's going on. Um, And she didn't feel the need to do that. And I think she just thinks that her way is the right way. She doesn't really want the input because what's going to be better than what I think. Yeah. And she puts her money where her mouth is. For sure. Like she puts her own money on the line. Absolutely. And even her personal relationships. Like I love that she was willing to walk away from Remy based on a business decision. He disagreed with a business decision. And she was like, and she was like, oh, you don't, you don't trust me, huh? Well, I'm right. So, but she didn't walk away from Remy. Push rocks. She, Remy walked away from her. I, she would have stuck no, with it. I think. I, no, no, no. Forced she, him to no, walk away. Right. She let. She let him. She didn't say. She, that's true. She didn't say. Oh, boy, you gonna leave? Yeah. Oh, then I'll do your plan then. Yeah. She was like, Nope. No. I'm doing my but plan. But Remy also ain't have no plan. Facts. <laughs> Remy had all the issues with her plan, but had no alternative. Because you know what Remy was doing? He was plotting on Nova the whole time. <laughs> Supposed the to. Whole time. It ain't but two fine women oh, in St. Joe's. Oh, if you already missed out on the first one, you got to get the second bus. That's how they work. That's probably not how that works. <laughs> it's not? The views and opinions expressed <laughs> by individuals right. are not reflective of I'll the greater. Right. AKA Corey B. Shippen. It's only two hot chicks in there. How you know? That's not even true. Darla would be hot if she wasn't on crack. Mm. 
and that, that, I, first of all, that completely eliminates her from any hot conversation. No, no, no. It, it eliminates oh, Pat, her from any viable No, 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 no. And as I mentioned, Roberta is available. No. Roberta is available. Too available. We've been over this. Former crack usage eliminates you. coming up and through the spot. So, Ralph Angel know where they at. Yeah, Ralph Angel doesn't have a bevy. Ralph Angel is like, he getting sympathy pimping, right? You know, they were like, oh, you such a good daddy. You trying so No. They were just waiting for the coast to be clear. But he also gets strong silent type pimping. He gets <laughs> he also gets I'm fine pimping. Right. He can okay. stand there and be good looking yeah. pimping. I mean, Ralph Angel got a lot working in his him. favor. Show sure do. <laughs> anyway, Moving that's on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at on Charlie. We're gonna take a break right now, uh, sip a little more bourbon, and then we'll be right back with our favorites, season four predictions, and uh, shots of bourbon. All right, we're back on Bourbon and Borderlands, and we're going to talk the season four trailer as we prepare to begin our recapping of every episode of season four, which starts on June 12th. We're all looking forward to it. We're very excited about it. All right, who's going to jump in here first on the thoughts on the trailer and what we expect to happen? What stood out to me in the trailer was Hollywood looking at something like he didn't like it. Now, I, I assume it's Nova's book, mm-hmm. but like... Something that Hollywood don't like. Right. It must be bad. Like, <laughs> that's what stood out to me. Hollywood's looking at something like, oh, not no. <laughs> like, yeah, so I hope things not going bad for my man Hollywood. Hollywood ain't got no secrets, though. Can't, can't, maybe maybe he's mad. Something she put about something about Vi. Vi. Yeah, he going to learn so, something yeah. about Vi that he didn't know. He's yeah. very invested it, in the family. And so even, yeah. if, even if it isn't Vi, I think he knows if it's if the book is as salacious as it seems like it right, might be, right. he knows it's about right. to be some shit. And we see David Allen Greer showing up. What is he I bet that got to something do? to do with Vi. And he looks shady. He looks like he's popping up at the door with some bullshit. Come on, Lonnie Love. We need Lonnie Love. No, he looked like he about to show up with some bullshit. So I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, that smile. To do. Yeah. A couple things. Number one, this just confirms for me that Nova is indeed trash. <laughs> um. Also, who's that little girl? I don't know who that little girl was. So it might be a flashback, or like one of them when they was younger. <gasps> You're right. I didn't consider that. Yeah. It could be that, or what if it's like a long lost borderline sister, and it's like some family drama. Yeah, a long lost sister, maybe, or a flashback. I think I, I didn't think of that. That's a good one. Y'all think Davis's child is gonna make an appearance? Could be her in the woods. That could be her. be her. That could be her. No, this chick was walking through the woods by herself. No way in hell Davis's child would be in in the, in Saint Joe's Parish walking through the woods by herself. Yeah. yeah. She ain't that comfortable. No, it's dark out there, partner. If you ain't from there, you do not roam out in the darkness by yourself. It ain't. It ain't the projects. I mean, I mean, but you scared in the projects or something? You been in the woods in the dark? I've been in the woods. It's scared in the projects. You been in the woods in Louisiana? I've been in the woods in Alabama. My father's from the from the backwoods of Alabama. Look, y'all got they gators. Just, they just got a they just got a street light in the town, and that was like news. Like my dad's from like pitch black at night. Hey, when you out when you out there, you hear a sound in the woods. Hey, when you out there, you hear a sound in the woods. You leave it in the woods. You do not go looking for it. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I don't no disagree with you. I what's going on out there? Well, yeah. It's out there. We good. I fully. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying anything's a possibility. It's a possibility. You know, it definitely seems like Nova's book is going to be the central issue plot point of this new season. And so, I don't know. Nobody nobody seems to be happy with it. I haven't seen any positive feedback 
at least as far as the trailer is concerned, <laughs> yeah. on this. Like, nobody seems to be happy. No, at least with, nice as far book, as the borderlines are concerned. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. I feel like, I, I think it's going to be like an overreaction to Nova's book. I feel like it's probably not going to be as bad as people think it is. Um, but just people just not used to having their business out on Front Street, like for like a national audience to view. But I mean, like, what, like, what's, like, what top level secrets do they have that, but we like, talked does... about transparency and the importance of transparency and people just wanting to know. And Nova did not even give them a chance to read this ahead of time before it got yeah, put. you can't get 20 people approval on your work, man. But you I, I ain't gonna let media there. people. Like, what does Ralph Angel have to hide? If it's gonna be about me, I should, I should at least get a chance to see it before it's out. He's got out of jail, bro. Which means he never did nothing wrong. <laughs> I mean, he just, got, he just got out of jail. But that ain't no secret either. I mean, if, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't. Like maybe Charlie, even Char- Charlie's life is very public, right? So she, I don't know what secrets she would have to but have. But how Nova feels about Charlie, yeah, maybe not, right? And that's what I think is probably going to be the issue, right? As a writer, one thing you're always told in order to like really go, like really like create your story is to dig deep. I imagine Nova would get, she'd write a first draft, she'd get notes back, say, you really got to go for it in this. I, I feel like in the last um yeah, they did. The last they season, did. Yeah. Like they were, the editors yeah, was editors like, yeah, you got to give us more. You got to give us more. You got to go for it. Like, you know, you got to really tell that story. In order to really tell that story of the land, you got to talk about the family and everything that they've gone through and who they mm. are. That means Nova And how probably, it affected her decisions and how it tied right, to her, yeah. Nova has probably decided to go there. Like, in order to really tell this story, I have to really tell the story. That means there's going to be things that other people aren't going to be happy about just by virtue of reading about themselves, number one. Mm-hmm. But number two, you get to see how somebody feels about you in the way that they tell the story. Yeah. Which is why you get that scene with Charlie talking about, I feel like I just read 300 pages, whatever he said, yeah. of you telling me why you hate me or whatever she said. Like, it's, that's what stood out yeah. to me because I'm like, you can probably glean that from reading a book about somebody that's that close to you, talking about the decisions you've made, talking about your growing up, and just talk things that you don't think should be viewed that negatively, but somebody else reading it is looking like, that's how you feel? Right. Like, that's really what you think? That's what I took away from And her homegirl even told her last season, you know, gave her all the kudos. It's stirring, riveting, yada, yada, yada. But have you told them you're saying all this stuff? And she's like, nah. Why would you not tell them before you actually move forward with publishing the book? Like, at least give them the heads no, up. No, no. It's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Right. Well, well, she, it sounds like she could also be asking for a I'm lot a, of forgiveness. I'm going to tell you why that's true. not true. It's very true. Y'all all know me personally. I've been going through it for the past. I wrote that. I wrote an article about my mother in 2017. I sure read that. And it I- is 2019 right now, and we are still not back to where we used to be. There's still a rift. Love my mama, always will, but there's still a bit of a rift, and we're still struggling through that. That was two years ago. That was an article. Yeah. That isn't a book about my whole family. That's about an interaction between me and my mother. And when you wrote that, did did you show it to her before you... I didn't. And that's been one of the biggest issues. Mm. She didn't know. Mm. In fact, she came across it almost on accident. No, it was on accident. Mm-hmm. She saw it on Facebook because she was... My mother got on Facebook and started, you know, like adding people and started adding other people in the family, whatever, like my sisters and stuff. And somebody had it up and she sees it that way. I didn't tell her. So that's on that's on me. You know what I mean? You didn't tell her. But my point is, and I don't mean to get to my own personal story, is that, you know, how you come to find things, like they're finding out this stuff seemingly 
after it's done. This yeah, is a wrap. Right. Like, there's no going back on this. There's no, there's no edits. This is the final product. I can absolutely understand why you would feel a way about reading about yourself and knowing this is what everybody else is yeah, getting. Yeah, changing other people's perceptions. Now people looking at you crazy. think about this. She's a writer, so she's the one that's going to catch all the, all the fame or whatever from it. Fame right. or notoriety, however that's going to be. She's creating the narrative about people other folks don't know. Mm-hmm. That's true. She's creating who, who they are to a bunch of folks who have no idea who they are. Yeah. So now, however Ralph Angel gets portrayed is who Ralph Angel is. Yep. Right. However Alan Vi is, is how she's, like, that. that's, you create these people in the world. And it's a work of, it's a work of nonfiction. Do you guys think, I think, given what you just said about Nova being told like that's kind of what she has to do like she has to kind of dig deep and kind of divulge those things so there's that aspect do you think that Nova is it seems well to me it seems like she's not necessarily proud of herself like given the trailer she's kind of like she talks about um everybody wanting the dream and this is her way of achieving that dream that everybody wants and then she also talks about you know those are not just regular people that's my family so it kind of seems like maybe she's regretting divulging so much the way that she did but then back to the part about her saying that everyone wants their their piece of the dream it's like okay this is her version of attaining that dream because if you think about the way charlie's attaining her dream and the way that aunt vi is attaining her dream and the way that ralph angel was attaining his dream like is this just the focus on the way that nova is attaining her dream the other thing about what you just said too is responding to that's my family you gotta think about this when you write once you put it out there, it's everybody else there. gets to determine who these people are. Yeah. yeah. So you go to interviews and people say, you know, this person seems to make bad choices. Whoa. 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 Right. That's, yeah. that's, you don't get to I'm, see it. But mm-hmm. that's what, that's what you, you did. You, right. you, you brought that. You know what I'm saying? Like you brought that to the table. It probably would create some sort of, I don't know if regret is the right term, but you're going to second guess. Dang. Like, is that really what is coming across? But it's too late. Like, this is the story that I'm telling. So, that's why people need to read things beforehand. That's why you need to give people an opportunity. But there's also the fine line there, too, because if they don't like nothing that's in there and they tell you that, then what do you do with it? It's like, I need to tell this story. This is how I do it. But now that you're telling me you have a problem with it, I can't tell this story. Anymore. It's it's a, it's a slippery slope. It's a struggle. But you almost got to you, – you make your bed, you got to sleep in it. Yeah. I mean, I think Nova – you know, I kind of touched on this in the last episode, but I think that she – is well-intentioned in that I think her ultimate goal is just the liberation of her people and, you know, the liberation of her family and removing these stigmas and, you know, wanting people to just come out of the shadows and, you know, no more secrets. But again, I think that the way that she's went about it isn't necessarily healthy for the family either, because especially if she's dredged up things that, you know, people are even having a hard time you know, accepting in their own personal lives. And now that's just an, it's something else that they have to kind of go through and navigate in a public type of way with other people's insight and other people's opinions and, and um, you know, not really being able to do that, you know, in a healthy, you know, way at their own pace. And so, again, I think Nova, 
she should have told them ahead of time. And that's the, and that's the bottom line. And whether or not she was going to keep going with it, you know, that's something else. But I think that they should have had, had the moment or had the, the opportunity to adequately prepare. And, you know, if they it's coming. family meeting. Yeah. If, if it's going to come out, we need a chance to be able to prep ourselves. How are we going to, you know, deal with this moving right. forward? You know, what is our game plan? You know, do we need to be a part of some of these, you know, book tours, book stops? How do we, like, how do we create a complete Run me narrative? my coins yeah, if you won't tell right. my story. Yeah. How do we make sure that, you know, as far as the public is concerned, we're just limited to the narrative that you've painted. If you don't want us to be perceived in this way, how do we mitigate that? And she didn't really give them that opportunity. I mean, so we all touched on Nova, but like nobody brought up how she suddenly became the poet laureate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is that accent? Is that if but that's <laughs> not the first time she's had that accent? It's though. not. No, dude, it's it was not. so pronounced. Whenever Nova gives a speech or she at one of these rallies, she turns into Maya Angelou. She seemed like she was going to let us all know exactly why the case bird sings. <laughs> she's clear on why. <laughs> she's completely clear. My family. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even notice that. I think because she's, I'm used to it at this point. Maybe I did. I did not even notice that. That's the poet laureate accent. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to change things up. You got to let people know that you're you're about that business. You're serious with it. Sometimes I do it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope I not. Too. I don't think that's true. On occasion, I mean, we went to we went to Morehouse. First off, we had yeah. remember <laughs> remember shout outs to Doctor Ann Watts who would get up there on stage, and now the occasion. Like talk like that on Thanksgiving. I mean, I think that might even just be a HBCU thing. So I think every HBCU has somebody who you know gives us that. A little over enunciation. Yes. The illustrious. Right, right, right. Yes. Everybody's illustrious. Any overarching predictions for season four that we have percolating in our minds? Hmm. I think Hollywood might cop a Lamborghini. Bye. The way he's been spending money, I'm just waiting for him to pull up in, in something exotic. Uh, he, he was, was dressed too that, in the trailer. He exactly. was dressed. Hey, Hollywood's throwing money around. Lamborghini for Hollywood season four. I feel like Aunt Bai is about to be a boss. Business is about to be booming. I really do. I think that, I don't know what the timeline is going to be between season three and season four, but I think we'll see Bai having some competing priorities. And I'll also be interested to see how she's doing health-wise and how that's playing into, you know, how she's been able to thrive as a businesswoman. I think that we saw um, Darla maybe getting a new man. Some crackhead. The AA is that AA? Do the crackheads go to AA or do they have another nah. one? Well, that's since AA stands for alcoholics, Narcotics Anonymous. NA, yeah, that's yes. exactly what it is. Crackhead, oh. CA meeting. I can't. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just, you know, I don't know how Ralph Angel is gonna take that. If that's the case, I don't know. Ralph how Angel been take out it. here. He needs to relax. If he's gonna have an issue, I mean, he should relax. Facts. But I don't know how he's gonna. That's take fair. It. That's yeah, maybe true. he'll step right, up. True. Like maybe he'll be like, "Oh, okay, now that I see, you know, what I'm losing, step maybe he'll up. step up." What step up? And, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Angel's already up. What do you mean step I'm, up? I'm not saying that he should. My bad. I meant like maybe he'll see that he really deep down he wanted Dollar the whole time. So do you think they'll be like a little happy family? It was cute when they were trying. I hope so. I, I hope you so. want that. I, I think I I'm, hope so too. I'm pro Ralph Angel Darla. I want better for Ralph Angel. I don't. I like I'm Asian not chick. opposed to Ralph Angel Darla, but I also am not opposed to Darla going out and getting her own in whatever way that means. So if that's getting a new dude, fine. If that's you know having a bomb job, fine. If that's getting her you know a bomb new crib, good. So whatever it's makes Darla happy, crack, good. I, <laughs> <laughs> 
Can somebody please why can't we, Corey? Why can't Corey let Donna live? What is the problem? Because I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to change. Yeah. I mean, we talked about Nova, but Nova is the story that I'm personally focused on. I feel like Nova about the splinter of the whole family. Yeah, she is. And possibly irreparable ways with one or one or somebody somebody in, in nova ain't never gonna be right is mm. how i is how i kind of view hate to see it hate that's to part see of, that's, it. that's what that's what i in my mind that's what i see anyway do you think the family will come out like better for it ultimately or do you think that this is like gonna be a blow that as a family they yeah. won't recover as from? they say it's darkest before the dawn so perhaps but Unless this this show ending after season four, I think we ain't gonna see that <laughs> until uh, future seasons. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you don't do what she what she's done and see what we see in the trailer with that being something. I think that you can wrap up neatly in a family all come like rallying around one another way. Like it seems like there has to be a significant splintering of sorts in order for them to come back. And I don't. And again, I don't. I don't know that they come back better. Maybe they come back together for the sake of the family, the family legacy, because they all seem to care. Nova's about to do the same things we think Charlie's go- was would go- was going to do with her ambition, but Nova's going to do it with the written word and for the whole world to see while she goes and gets her New York Times bestseller stamp and wins her awards for how awesome the book is and how much how enlightening it is. Meanwhile, she's leaving bodies in her wake. Back in St. Josephine's. That's what I feel is about to happen. Any, um... Mine's pretty simple. Like, David Allen Greer gonna throw some shit. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. 1,000%. I'm looking 1, forward to that. He's gonna be great. I could tell by the smirk on his face. He he did not come with anything positive. <laughs> I'm, I'm certain of that. Any predictions for Micah? He getting arrested. Again? I think that Micah learned a lesson last time. I, I feel like he might chill. I'm Well, I hope he chills. Mm. I'll say. He don't have a chill hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now. Hopefully, hopefully, he, hopefully he gets a hairdo. He had the killmonger. No, yeah, my man got a hairdo. And, uh, <laughs> and you don't, you ain't chilling when you got you a hairdo. Facts. Mm. One thing we didn't talk about is how much, I mean, personally, I stand for Kiki, his girlfriend. Yeah. I love her so much. I think she is so grounded and just focused, especially, you know, to be someone so young. She's very certain about who she is, about what she wants, what, I like she, that too. what she's going to do, what she is not going to do. And she be getting Micah together. And I, I stand. Go Kiki. They breaking up the season. So? Oh, that's so yeah. I was, yeah, Cause she don't have time for him to be, she, you know what? You're he right. like the light skin revolution girl. Ooh. That's who he likes. He don't Ooh. like her. Yeah, he, he does. He like her? Yeah, he does. No. He likes the other girl. She'll yeah, look better than him. He, he, he likes what girl? He likes the revolution girl. The, the yeah, girl he absolutely likes her. No. I don't think yeah, he likes her. Oh, he definitely That's likes her. That's like I don't think. I don't think he likes her. I don't think he likes her either. He don't, he don't think Kiki woke enough. Kiki don't be at the rallies. Kiki no, don't be Kiki there. No, Kiki is letting him know. He did try to play Kiki, though. He tried to play Kiki, but Kiki had to bring him back to reality. Like, what are you even doing all this for? You're not being strategic. You're just doing things. And I know you're trying to find yourself boo but like this isn't this isn't even you like you're not even using your own strengths you're too busy trying to be accepted by these you know other kids who are doing what works for them but you ain't even really about that life so who are you and he's like oh. <laughs> he definitely going for the other girl boo 
Because he, be, I, I agree with that. I he, don't. He think do he for an upgrade, and he about to. That's not <laughs> an upgrade. That is not an upgrade. <laughs> Kiki is our brown what are sugar you queen. Talking about yeah, here we no. go. I don't agree no. with the upgrade no. part, but, but not I, an upgrade. <laughs> nice. She is. The, she is. Kiki's nice. I, I like her. She's dope. But <laughs> she's good for him. She's yeah. definitely very good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I like how she put it down. I'm a virgin. And that is, and, and as far like as we, that. right, as far as we going, like that's Ooh, it. Yeah, he you did know, like, for upgrading. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 that's no, not where no, I was going with that. No. He got to, yeah, he got to expand. She holding him back. That boy holding in frustration. That's why he was so uptight. He is sixteen. He yeah, I'm about to definitely not commenting or encouraging <laughs> sexual shenanigans of teenagers and that boy grown right. man. He got a beard. He got more face hair than I got. If Stop. She can rub. Look, man, Micah, go for it. If you're listening, go for it. All right. Well, as we prepare to get to season four, you know, we're we're in our podcasting and our discussions. We're inching closer and closer to that. I want to look back briefly and ask, you know, about the show in general. Pick whatever lane you want to go to. What is your favorite thing about the show so far? I must say my favorite thing is more of an aesthetic thing. I really just love Envi's house. I just want it. I, I love the paint on the walls, like all the jewel tones. And this might seem, I don't know, superficial, but I just really like the way that her house looks. It's it's gorgeous. I love it. And I want to live there. And I want those paint colors on my wall. Colors in the line. Take flight. Take flight. Dang. Deep. <laughs> I feel like that was shade. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Corey, what you got? Uh, my favorite thing about the show is my dog, Ralph Angel, man. You know, he's out here trying to get it done. He's a stand-up guy. He's the best He's the best character. He's my favorite character in the show. Like, I think this season's going to be a big season for him. Things going to start lining up for him, and my dog going to be on top at the end of this season. Hold up. I'm going third, and y'all letting me draft Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> I got the steal of the draft. Look, listen, my man Hollywood, he just... Like, he knows what he wants. He knows what to do in most situations. Like, he knows what Vi needs. He knows what she doesn't need. He knows what, you know, he's, like, turning down jobs. He's quitting jobs. He's he's joining the rig. He's quitting the rig. Hollywood just, he, he's certain. I like his moves. Like, he knows. Right. He, he confident. He's self-satisfied. And that gives him, like, the the mind space to deal with Vi and all her up and downness. Like, you never know what Vi you're going to get. Not day to day, but like minute to minute. Like he walk out, turn around, walk back in. She in an entirely different mood. <laughs> you know, so you know, Hollywood, that's my man. I personally, uh, my favorite thing about the show is probably the music in the show because they do such a good job of using the music in the show. And they've introduced me to so much music I'm just not up on. And I'm very curious how they're going to do so going forward. Like what, because they do such a good job with it, I'm actually looking forward to the way that the music is is used in scenes and the endings, especially like they they always have some song to end the episode that seems like the perfect song for it. And it's never just some song that everybody knows. Like it's always something that we're all discovering newly. I remember asking the music director about that when I had a chance to talk to her. And the reason she said they do that is because of the budget. They don't have a budget to get all the, to pay for all the expensive, to license all the very expensive songs. So what they had to do is work within their budget and go find songs that they could afford. But what they inadvertently did was find like the dopest songs that nobody knows, put a whole bunch of people on game that, that folks like me are sitting here shazamming like, who is this song? What's this song? 
and have added these to the rotations and added them to my life. So my favorite thing so far is probably the music. Um, Hollywood is definitely probably in the number two for me. The um, I'm doing number three. They I'm did going have to back third. that ass up one episode, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the directing has been really good. I really enjoyed the directing on it. Which is interesting because I think they have a different director for every episode, but they still manage to find seamless ways to tell this story. Did I make it up that it was all women? It is no, all women. it is all yeah. women. It was it definitely was at least season three was definitely all yeah. women. I don't know if it's been that way the entire the entirety of the show, but I think yeah, I it's definitely was, been mm-hmm. predominantly women, uh, at the very least. So I like the direction they've gone and they've pretty much hit on all cylinders for me. And outside of just the character development and stuff, like all the other ancillary stuff has been really good for me and my own like needs out of a TV show and the things that I've liked. Yeah, so. Is it ancillary? I, ancillary? I think it was ancillary, I ancillary, but I was going to let him cook. Did I say ancillary? You said, an, you said ancillary. I also am family orientated. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so And that I works. conversate frequently. You are consistent. Con- com- oh, all okay. right. Yeah, That's so, happening. Janae, what you got? I'll <laughs> conversate. I think we've already kind of touched on, you know, the characters that I stand for. Clearly love Darla. Clearly love Kiki. Also, clearly love Hollywood. But I guess maybe aside from that, um, I guess it's kind of related to what Shanice was saying about the aesthetics, but also love Aunt Vi's house. But just generally the show, it's just shot so beautifully. From the actual characters, all of the different skin tones and the hair and, you know, just the colors and, you know, sunrises and sunsets yeah. and all of the beautiful shots of the of the farms and the in the fields. It's it's just literally beautiful to just look at. Like if there were no words, I could just look at it. And um so that makes the show really, really easy to watch because they have all of these, you know, just aesthetically pleasing scenes, you know, with all of this dope music. And so it really just kind of takes you feel like you're there. You know, you feel like you're a part of the show. I think you said um, in the last episode that, like, Louisiana is almost the character. Yeah. Um, and I think that we really do get an authentic view and feel of what St. Joe's would be like and the people who live there and the culture that is there. And and so I'm really looking forward to see what they do um, next season. Yeah, it's shot beautifully. Like, you brought up the point about the, the lighting. Mm-hmm. Like. That's so underrated. Like that is so people important. don't appreciate that. Yeah, but... like everybody's properly lit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was watching this show. I'm not gonna name the show, but last season there was a dark skinned actor, mm-hmm. and like I couldn't see this dude. Mm. It's like you know, like <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just saying, like the director <laughs> let everybody down, the cinematographer, whoever let everybody down with the lighting. Yeah, that doesn't happen on Queen Shit. Never. Everybody looks. I mean, just gorgeous. Yes, absolutely gorgeous. Brown skin glistening. I mean, fantastic. Literally glistening. So, yeah, that's amazing. All right. Well, as we bring this episode to a conclusion, we're gonna institute a new recurring segment where we're going to offer up a ceremonial shot of bourbon. Or uh, what do you drink bourbon out of? Snifter? 
Wow. The, bo- the bottle. What do you want? I've literally <laughs> never heard that word. <laughs> the snifter is the little, it's the, the big drink. round. It's the, it's, yeah. the, it's the little tiny version of the drink. It's, I oh, think, okay, I, I guess I'm basic. like scotch and stuff out of a snifter. I think, I think that's what you do. No, In St. Joe's Parish, they are not drinking bourbon well, they out drinking, of they drinking them out of red cups. You know they what? ain't calling we, them we snifters. We're going to red cup this one. All right. I appreciate it. We think we are all believers in the red cup. Yeah, real bougie on y'all. Proprietors and purveyors of the red cup. Come on, proprietors and purveyors. Hey, listen, I'm all about proliferation. Okay. And, co- and, and conversating yeah. and orientating. Listen, no, I am regardless. I'm amazed. Language is fluid. None of these words, all of these words are on the table in my life. All right. So, if you had a spare red cup of bourbon, the finest bourbon that you like to drink, whatever that might be, and you were like, you know what? I need to share some of my bourbon with you because you have brought me joy. Who would be that person thus far through three seasons of Queen Sugar? Who would be the person that you share your red cup of bourbon with? We're gonna start here with you, Jabri. Are we gonna are we gonna total this up, or am I trying to convince everybody to to like vote on my side? Like how we might we, agree. How, how are we deciding to, the uh, the I think, champ I in think this it, instance? Well, I think it'd just be your vote. Yeah, I think. Uh, you said what now? I said just get. Let's hear a vote first. Yeah, who, who you got, and it will if if it's worthy of discuss. Like some people are gonna be, we're gonna need to discuss, right? If you come out here with, you know, that one dude in that one scene, that one time, you might need to understand <laughs> a little bit why. You might be like, nah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I love Hollywood, but I think the current MVP is Charlie. Like, she's mm. doing the most. She's making the most changes, the most positive changes. Everybody doesn't always understand her. But I think part of why she's not quite as successful as she could have been with some of these moves is people not trusting her. Like, if they would have just let her follow through with some of these moves, everything would have worked out a little bit better. She does have to work on her people skills, uh, and maybe that could be improved later, you know, going forward if she wants to hold on to this crown. But for me, the current MVP and who I'm sharing my bourbon with is Charlie Bordelon. Is it still West? No, nope, Bordelon. Charlie Bordelon. Period. <laughs> bong, bong. Shanice, who you got? I'm going to go with Hollywood because I just think Hollywood is just a stand-up guy. Also, I just think he would be a great, you know, front porch, sip some bourbon, you know, and share some laughs or stories or whatever. I think Hollywood probably has great stories, so I'm going to share my bourbon with with Wood. You know what? I originally was going to say Hollywood, but I have been swayed to Charlie. I have. Sweet. Especially in thinking about where we left off in the last episode and her gathering um, Sam Landry. Um, I think that she, I mean, I guess we'll see the resolution in season four, but she might have single-handedly stopped that jail from being built just by all of her, all of the, all of the work she was doing behind the scenes to, you know, get the shares and get the books and make sure that, you know, people were outed as the corrupt people that they were um, and had Sam Landry looking really funny in the light. Um, and so when I think about somebody who, even at this point, just deserves a shot of bourbon, <laughs> it's definitely Charlie. Yeah. She deserves. You're right. Well, I'm the third one of them. My vote was for Charlie as well. Even though uh, Ralph Angel is my favorite character, I definitely think Charlie is most deserving of the shot of bourbon. Uh, she's a boss, man. She's, you know, she's orchestrating this whole thing. You know, she's trying to help everybody, trying to save the farm, trying to save the, the other people's farm. Like, she's doing it all. And I like the way she goes about her business, you know, even though it doesn't always work out in her favor. I mean, I think she always has good intentions and, like, she's a smart lady and, you know, she's coming up with, with, with good, solid plans, I think. 
All right, I respect all those choices. I'm definitely going with Ralph Angel. <laughs> the, reason, the reason I'm going with Ralph Angel because if anybody needs a drink more than anybody else, it's going to be Ralph Angel. Consider this. He took some drinks. When we started this show, this man had a child, a little light-skinned boy named Blue. By the time the third season ended, that's still his son, but it's his not son. his son. <laughs> but he done stepped up in such a way like, that's my boy. That's my boy, and I'm going to take care of that boy. That is my son. Where he's willing to fight in the courts, he's willing to do whatever he has to do to maintain his custody, maintain his spot in the life of this boy that ain't even his. Because that woman he was with, that woman, that Darla, ain't even know. And just decided she had to let it be known at some later point in life, unnecessarily, but she had to let the sparks fly. So Ralph Angel done, done, done came through in the clutch and did what he was supposed to do. He stand-up guided. He ain't Hollywood because nobody is. Hollywood is one of those once-in-a-lifetime characters. My man is basically <laughs> LeBron. He's, a, he's LeBron on the show. It don't, it, you know, when, 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 when Hollywood rides off into the sunset, it's going to be a significant loss. Can you imagine an Aunt Vi without Hollywood? No. I can't. No, I cannot. I mean, you think that she's like... <laughs> Has jagged edges now. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, Ralph Angel is who I would share my my bourbon with. It's who I would hand a red cup off to because I feel like Ralph Angel probably needs it just as much as anybody else. Well, by popular vote, this week's cup is going to who? I guess the, the, the red cup chalice <laughs> is going to Charlie. Yes. I can respect Woo. that. All right. I can work with that. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Flat All right. Names. Right, right, right. And so we need last words as we prepare to uh to kick off season four. Our next episode will be our first recap of of season the first episode of season four. We start to see if some of these predictions come true or yep. we start to see where the season's gonna go. Does anybody have any, can hold uh, on to the see if she can hold on to the chalice? Yeah, we're gonna see if she can hold on to it. And we also see if Nova's ever gonna get it. She ain't. That's listen. that that that's gonna be the that's she gonna be the dark a, horse there. Like is Nova ever to gonna get it? Well, look, we going week by week. Yeah. She might have a strong. She might week. have a strong. <laughs> she might have a strong. Week. I wish y'all could see my face. <laughs> right, right. All right. So any any final words before we hit that ceremonial? Or, I or can't now wait. Can't trademark. wait. I can't wait. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Bourbon and Border Loans on the Black Tasted Podcast Network. And uh, on three, one, two, three. Take Take flight. flight. (laughs) Corey's like in protest. I'm not doing that.